Today, I'm very excited because rejoining the Aristotle Full Throttle broadcast, we have very special intellectual, artistic, animator, creator, podcaster himself, Mr. Malin Khan. Thank you for being on the show today. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Now, Malin Khan, you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to you by your first and last name every time I talk to you. <laughs> you, just as most of the world, and me, myself included, find Jim Carrey to be beloved, a beloved entertainer. Tell me the first time you encountered a Jim Carrey piece of work. Oh, man. I'm going to age myself here, but um, in living color. In living uh, color? I used to, watch, used to watch that with my dad. That one guy on on on, the, on that... Uh, on a cast who was just stand out was uh, Jim Carrey because he was just like a rubber man. My favorite character I think I saw first was Fire Marshal Bill. So remember that guy? Oh my God. Let me show you something. <laughs> He'd end up lighting himself on fire almost every time. I, in fact, am going to date myself even further <laughs> because I, when I was very young, my older brothers would take me to the movies and we went and saw a movie called Once Bitten. Yes, I've seen that, yes. <laughs> That's pre-Jim Carrey era Jim Carrey, yeah. But I don't remember it being Jim Carrey, because exactly what you said, it was pre-Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, because it was years later where I was like, oh, I saw that movie with that guy. He had a uh, trying life growing up in Canada. I know that he spent just several years living in the car with his family and yeah. coming up with comedy and coming up with his act. Which, to make his mother laugh, who was like she had like some major illness or something. It's one of those uh, one of those stories that you're like, this guy really did all he could do, which was to turn his face into rubber to get out of where he was at. And I always thought that, that was like, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, and that's he's one of those examples. And and Ace Ventura was one of those movies that completely came out of all of the physical comedy that he does in particular that's so specific to him. Like Once Bitten was uh, Jim Carrey on 5, and then, you know, Ace Ventura showed us what Jim Carrey's like on 10, 11, 12, or whatever. 11,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is he overacting, or is he just being true to his style? It works in movies. It's funny. I kind of discovered by default that I was a Jim Carrey fan. Every time I saw a preview for like Ace Ventura, I was like, I want to go see that movie. Then The Mask came out, and I was like, that looks awesome. Let me go check that out. And as each movie came out, I really wanted to go see it, and I really enjoyed them. But all the critics at the time were like, this guy can't act. He doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what, do you, what do you think of that? There's like a, an imaginary line that gets created uh, in that, any sort of realm of expression i guess and and then people sort of break it i think there was a physical comedy aspect that was considered like eh, that's hokey that's like vaudevillian that's you know is there such a thing as the uh, try not to laugh at jim carrey challenge is that a thing i hope so because you know get those critics there and be like okay critics watch this and right. try not to laugh the thing i like about jim carrey is he's i feel like he's way more on the performance side i do believe he works with writers, so whenever he would make an appearance on a talk show or at an awards show, he would have some kind of performative costume or some kind of weird speech planned. But it's usually written for him. But the thing is, if you write for Jim Carrey, he can take it to where it needs to go and beyond. I always wonder when these kind of movies come out, 
things, like how much of this is improvised on the spot. And a guy like that, you know he's improvising a lot of it. What's that one uh, where he plays the Mountie? Irene, me, myself, myself Irene. Irene. Right. <laughs> and, and there's a scene where he gets bad cotton mouth and like his lip just kind of, you know, it goes like this. <laughs> and, and you can't, is that in the script? Is, uh, you know, like, and, and it's right. one of the funniest parts of the, the, of the movie. I think when Ace Ventura 2 came out, that's when the Jim Carrey thing was starting to get a little overbearing. It still has great scenes. I still like that movie, but uh, it's definitely not as um, novel as the as the first one, as, as, as tight right. as a as a film, so to speak. The second one is kind of lots of room for him to just kind of, just be you know, over the top. Yeah. Yeah. And hearing about the whole rhino scene before actually going yes, to see exactly it. That's exactly what I was picturing. And then experiencing it. I think I almost died laughing. It was the, the funniest thing I'd ever seen at that point. Someone had described the scene to me before I saw it. And then I watched it and it was just still outlived the description. It, I didn't the, believe them. I didn't believe them. I was like, no, that, that didn't happen on film. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a scene in which Ace Ventura, pet detective, is hiding within a fake rhinoceros, has to escape, extricate himself from the rhinoceros, appears like the rhinoceros is giving birth to Jim Carrey. First he's like trying to get out, and then the, pet, then the family shows up, and they're like, look, the baby, the rhino's giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines in Dumb and Dumber, and I, I mentioned it so many times, and I think you've mentioned it before too, but it's just <laughs> when Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber is walking out of the 7-Eleven and he sees two guys standing there and he just stops and he's like, hey guys, big gulps, huh? All right. <laughs> just, um, oh man. There's like 10 years of just classic Jim Carrey. Every movie right. that came out. I saw this meme about Jim Carrey. It was comparing him and Adam Sandler. The meme was essentially saying that Jim Carrey could do Adam Sandler's part, but Adam Sandler couldn't do the mask, you know? Right. So it's one of those things. It's like so many scenes and so many memorable, like, comic, cartoonish moments, you know? It's funny because that movie, they said how much they saved on uh, CGI because Jim mm, Carrey, right. they made it makeup enough so that it could, like, reveal his face. Same thing with The Grinch, that mm -hmm. he could just do so much with his facial expressions and his body that they didn't have to animate it later. They just put, cam they did all the stuff in camera, a lot of stuff in camera, and then just accentuated his like eyeballs popping out with CG and stuff. Dumb and Dumber for the longest time, that was like the funniest movie of all time for me. That was just like, oh my God, go to like the comedy of, of my generation. Truman Show is like one of those movies where you reference it. I believe there's an actual term for that scientific exper type of experiment but you know the shorthand is truman show you know truman show that was one of his like first like really heartwarming like really intense uh, movies because you know he was working with layers in that you know he was that guy he was truman the happy-go-lucky mm -hmm. friendly dude but once he starts to realize that his world isn't what he thinks it is He's keeping up the facade of the happy-go-lucky guy and there's so much more working underneath and that was really cool to see Jim Carrey actually be able to pull that off and, and we're like oh there's more to this guy and of course that's that's also around the time he played Andy Kaufman and we could probably talk a lot oh boy that. yeah I saw that one in the theaters too and it feels like Jim Carrey like playing another one of his characters and not really embodying the Kaufman and then you hear the stories of like what went into him making that and the method acting he was going through Jim Carrey was trying to recreate Andy Kaufman 
as a person <laughs> in, a, in a lot of ways on set by creating chaos. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That movie was, I think, just a great, great film. I will always maintain that that is his best actor performance. Like, as far mm -hmm. as just being fully disappearing into a role where I was just fully invested in who he was. And it's mm -hmm. not the typical Jim Carrey type of uh, role where he's just over the top and doing all of this fun improv improvising. How does everyone feel about Batman Forever? Now, that was a... That was a moment. As a Jim Carrey fan, I was there for it. And I, I loved his performance. It was over the top. It was ridiculous. It was corny, but that's what I signed up for. So, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm all for that just for his, his performance. He was a huge get for, for a movie like that. Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face <sighs> in that. He was just like, how much are you paying me? Yeah, he, he's totally phoning that role in, like, yeah, I'm Two-Face, whatever. Ah, <laughs> you can see, like, the scenes they're in there together, you could tell he just hates him. He just hates Jim yes, Carrey. Yes, that's true. Tommy Lee Jones did not like Jim Carrey at all, and I, it's very I, evident. And just to put a cap on the Jim Carrey discussion, the guy's a man for the ages. He was ahead of his time. He, I really feel like just watching his movies in the 90s, it was a gift to be able to witness that. And just kind of see what was happening, being like, wait a second, I really laughed the whole time and was amazed at his physicality, yet the critics are saying, this isn't acting. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, they don't really, like the idea of it, you know? It's like, yeah. it's, ah, this is not, you know, ah, this is cheating. <laughs> Try not to laugh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen real. a man eat exactly. his own head? <laughs> like, what? Maybe we're just easy. I don't know. Maybe we're just easy marks for that. Uh, and I'm fine, fine with that. Thanks for joining, for joining me. Oh, thanks and, uh, for having me as always. It's always a blast. And I always like talking to you. Yeah, you're a great guest, man. And you've got great insight and great ideas about all, uh, all of this stuff. And, and you know what? We both love Jim Carrey, so that's fun. Thank you for watching and thank you for contributing to the show. Tomorrow, I'll be back. See you soon. Bye, guys.